Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Raising Daughters. Dr. Tim Jordan here. And I've got a special treat for you today because I've got three high school seniors here with me uh, ready to talk about senioritis. But I want to ask you a question first and give you a little bit of information just for a moment. Do you have a high school senior under your roof right now? Are you finding yourself in more and more arguments and power struggles with them, especially in these last few weeks? Does your daughter seem more irritable, crabby, out of sorts, angry? Are they like on an emotional roller coaster more than normal? Are they procrastinating a lot with their college application process? Are you on them about those kinds of things? Are they fluctuating between already are you fluctuating between missing them already, but also you can't wait to get them out of the house? A lot of parents tell me that. If all that is true, which I'm sure it probably is, or at least some of it, then your daughter is going through what, what I always like to call a touch point. Touch points were first talked about by Dr. T. Barry Breslin a long time ago, talking about times in kids' lives when they're going through a big transition, a big change, a big leap in development, if you will. And they tend to have one foot in the future and one in the past, and it's kind of a push-pull thing where they want to grow up and they don't. I've talked about this in a, in a previous podcast, I think it was last, last February, talking about that push-pull. They want to grow up and they don't. It's out of that kind of push-pull that comes all the emotion. Um, all the emotion, uh, the anxiety, uh, it takes um, our kids out of the present moment and makes it harder for them to see the steps they might need to take in order to transition more smoothly. And I see that, I see that a lot with high school seniors. That's a huge touch point. You know, two-year-olds, so the terrible twos is one, five- and six-year-olds going through their transition into school, middle school girls, high school seniors, college seniors, the months before you get married, the months maybe before you have a kid if you have one, midlife crisis, emptiness, those are all touch point times in our lives. But this high school senior one is a huge one. It's a big one. And a lot of our seniors tend to, besides the emotions, they tend to become more confused. They tend to feel paralyzed. It's hard to take steps. They procrastinate. There's a lot of emotion. And a lot of times the most frequent emotion that's expressed is anger, not the other stuff that's also going on. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over now to our, th- our three high school seniors. I'm going to ask them a series of questions. I hope you find that interesting because these are very honest, open, articulate young women who are all seniors. So my first question is, do you relate to this whole touch point thing that I just talked about, the transition and all the, the roller coasters that goes involved with it? So we'll just pass the mic around. Who wants to start? I mean, it's definitely pretty relatable just like, senior year is pretty stressful trying to figure out like everything with college and scholarships and just like all that fun stuff but you know parents like definitely want the best for you and definitely have like your best interest at heart but sometimes it can just be a little bit overwhelming like being the one going through it and they've definitely like gone through it as well with like their parents and everything too so they pretty much understand but it is also kind of stressful just trying to figure out exactly what you want to do with your life because there is kind of a lot of pressure on girls especially to know like what exactly you want to do and like where you want to go and everything like that. I was just going to say, I know it's hard because you're in this weird stage of where like you're almost an adult, but you're not like you're still under your parents' roof. You still have to follow their rules, but you want that independence. You're either 18 or almost 18 about to go off to college. So I think like the biggest thing for me is finding that balance between like independence, but also still being, um, under your parents' roof, and I think that's probably one of the most difficult points in this touch point of your life is just figuring out like where are you, where do you stand as like you're as an individual. I think there's a lot of pressure that college determines like the rest of your life, so it's a 
a fact that when you're a senior in high school, you have one part of your mind only on the future and everything that you have to do to get there and to get a successful future. But you also don't want to let go of like your home and everything you're comfortable with. And it's it's a really scary time. So the touch point model, I think, is a really accurate way of describing how senior year can feel. Um, yeah, it's just pretty accurate. <laughs> When did you all start experiencing the whole pressure about your future? Um, for some people, it's not college, but for many people, it is. Uh, where are you going to go? Are you going to go? What are you going to study? What's your career choice going to be? When did you first start to feel the pressure uh, from all that? I started in freshman year where I just started with keep your grades up so you can get into a good college. And then it moved into get a good ACT score. And then it moved into get into college and now it's like scholarships so it kind of builds up to like the pressures but they all end up leading to so you can get into a good college and get scholarships but it's all about like grades and keeping it up so it kind of starts the minute you get into high school for me I think it's always been a pressure because you're a kid and you're asked what do you want to be when you grow up and how are you going to get there and it's always been like I've been to a private school my entire education and it's always been well, when you're in grade school, you have to get into a, you have to be at the top of your class and be an impressive middle schooler so you can get into a good high school. And then when you get to high school, you have to do really well there and then you have to get to a really good college. So it's kind of that constant pressure um, that just builds up. Yeah, it's St. Louis is kind of unique in the fact that we have so many like private schools. And so I went to a private school my entire life, too. And so the pressure is always like, well, do well because you have to get into high school. And then once you get into high school, you're automatically put with your college counselor. So we started meeting with our college counselors freshman year about like what we we're going to do and everything like that in grades and all that kind of stuff. And they're pretty like hard on you just to like make sure that you're like keeping it up. But like it's also a good thing that they're hard on you just because sometimes you do need that little like push because when you're a freshman, you kind of don't see like what the future or anything that could be happening because you're just like thinking about freshman year. But it's also very stressful like freshman year to already like be thinking about college like especially going to a private school and just like going through the whole process of picking a private high school like I did and then already thinking about oh I have to think about picking a college now too just starting out in freshman year. I tell parents all over the country uh, about the pressures I hear just like this and I tell them that that most people your age tell me the pressure hasn't been to get into college it's been, been getting into a good college or a top college is that true or not true and, and where does that come from who are you hearing that from? That's true, and I hear that from all my family. I have older cousins who are both in honors programs at their college, so the, the bar is already set pretty high. And since I do well in my academics, they expect the same out of me as my other cousins who do well. So I think it's kind of based on, like, your family and, I guess, like, the academic part of it. For me, my family really didn't put a whole lot of pressure on me about where I went to school or where I'm going to school. It's more like my school puts a lot of pressure because they want like their name to like not necessarily look good, but just so that way, like the class, like overall kind of looks good. So they kind of put pressure on you to like make sure you're like going to a not a top college, but a college like with a very like reputable name or something that's a really reputable program for like what you're trying to study. I don't think I've been pushed so much as to go to like a really successful college or an Ivy League or anything like that but more so to take a unique route and to like set myself apart, which can be really hard because you don't really know what's too much or you don't really know what they're looking for and what people want to see from you. So that can be kind of challenging to figure out. 
And especially when you're going to college interviews and figuring out who you want to portray yourself as on your college essay or applications, um, you, I've always been pushed to go in a kind of different direction and find a place that's maybe not mainstream, but a good place for me. So I think that's what's most challenging. I wonder too, I know you guys from camp, um, and, and that doesn't make, it, make my question different, but when I see girls in my counseling practice a lot of times, if they're in any part in high school, I, I'll ask them a question like, so you know what you're going to be doing after high school? And a lot of them look at me like I'm an idiot, like, well, you idiot, I'm going to college, right? And I'll, and I'll go, oh, you want to go to college? Why do you want to go to college? And what I found is a lot of them look at me like, uh, and they don't have an answer because nobody has given them that choice, like you don't have to go. And and also the whole part about why would you want to go? I know why your parents want you to go and why your school wants you to go and why the colleges want you to go, but why do you want to go? And a lot of them have not really had a chance to, to think about that. I'm just curious about y'all's experience with that. I do agree with that. I There was never an option for me to um, like take a year off of school or go to um, like a community college for my first two years and then get a job. There was no option for that. But I also am excited for college because it's such a time where you get to discover who you are and you're away from your parents and you're still like in a structured lifestyle, but you still have the freedom to kind of see how you take that structured lifestyle, whether you stay up on your grades or you go out every day. So I, I want to go to college just to kind of figure out, it's like in between stage from being an adult and then from being a teenager. And I think it's a good like preparation stage. So yeah, I've always been told like, that's, that's what you got to like, I was in fifth grade and it was like, got to get good grades right now. You got to clean your room because you're going to college someday. Like (laughs) it was just, that's just how it is. And I've seen my school put a lot of pressure because it's a college preparatory school that we have to make sure that we have that 100% acceptance rate. Mm -hmm. And I like, I wish I could look into other options like a service year or I don't other kinds of programs that are available before I move on to college but at the same time I don't see that option because I haven't been given it so yeah there's definitely a lot of pressure on kids to go to college like right away that taking a gap year is bad like doing whatever you want to do if you want to go do travel or if you want to go do service or anything like that it's kind of like frowned upon but there's just definitely a lot of pressure that it's not even necessarily put on you from by your parents, but almost like kind of just society's like, oh, you go to college. But I definitely do believe that college really isn't for everyone. Like some people just really aren't made for school, but they're still going to do like great things with their life. Like it doesn't mean just because you go to college, like means you're going to do something great with your life. Like I have seen people that still aren't not necessarily successful, but like aren't happy that even if they went to college because they did something that they didn't want to do because they felt pressured to go to college. But I think that, for me at least college is about doing something and like kind of setting myself like on the path of like what I want to do with my life. So I, but if you don't have to go to college to like finish your career, like do whatever you want to do, then if it's not for you, then it's not for you. And that's okay too. I wonder if um, any of you have been through a lot of procrastination in the last six months. Oops. Now they're giggling. (laughs) Because a lot of parents complain about that. And I, I mean, I, I mentioned at the beginning a lot of times, well, I think because of all this pressure and the uncertainty, like you're, like you're since fifth grade and, and since eighth grade and freshman year, you're, you've been pushed and you should know. I think now the time when you're ready to launch is kind of like, well, I know I'm supposed to know, but I don't know. And, uh, 
And so it's easy, I think, just to kind of shut down. I'm just curious if you all have experienced any of that. For me, once I knew I was going to college and like applying for housing, the senioritis procrastination kicked in full swing because now I know where I'm going and I know what I'm doing. So I just had like no motivation to finish out high school. I'm just like, can I just go? Like I'm ready for the next part of my life. So I think the procrastination senior year is really difficult just because you're still in that in-between stage of, so you're a high school senior, have to keep up your grades, but you also need to get ready to be an adult and be in college and learn how to do laundry and cook. So I think there's a lot of like factors that cause the procrastination, but it's definitely, I think everyone goes through it for sure. I haven't had so much procrastination that's been worsened in high school because I've definitely gotten pretty good at procrastinating on homework and studying and all of that. Um, but at my high school, I have people that I that have expectations for me and they know me and I still have to keep up with who I am when I'm there. But at college, when I don't know who these people that I'm applying for, I don't have anyone to like impress and I don't have anyone to prove myself to because I don't know who they are it's a lot easier for me to be like oh I don't I, I don't need to do that and just having that confusion that I don't know where I want to go and I don't know where I'm going applying for scholarships and applications makes it like so much worse so I'm just I just keep putting it off to just avoid that kind of of uh, those feelings so procrastination has definitely set in in a different way so when you guys procrastinate all you're, and you're nodding too so all of you do it when you do that th do you then get down on yourself i'm guessing parents sometimes get on you or our college uh, counselors might get on you like well you didn't turn this in you have to you haven't done your essays i'm wondering if you ever then direct it towards you and then feel bad and guilty and all that yeah, I know, like, for me, I miss a fair amount of school, just, like, being sick and everything kind of starts to pile up, and then I get super-duper overwhelmed really easily with everything that kind of happens. So procrastination definitely has been a very, very bad thing for me, at least this first semester, and already being into, like, the school I want to go to definitely probably didn't help a whole lot. But um, sometimes it does take that motivation of, like, wanting to be and, like, ready to go to, like, college, but then there's so much that we have to do that it just can get super-duper overwhelming if it gets to be to the point where it's just too too much so that's kind of how it was for me this first semester and it got a little bit too much but my school was very good with me and definitely worked with me and did a lot for me so it's very nice to like have a good community to like back you up as well it's kind of been an evil cycle because you get those horrible feelings of you don't know where to, you want to go and then you procrastinate and then you realize you missed every deadline that you needed to make and then you feel horrible about missing all those deadlines. So then you procrastinate more and then it just keeps going. So I, those feelings are definitely there where you get down on yourself and about those pressures that parents have and uh, college counselors have because it's kind of something that I haven't figured out how to help myself with and I've just kind of dealt with. So, yeah. <laughs> So can I say something really quick? So when you've, you're in that feeling, um, what would be helpful from your parents? And what, what is not helpful? Because um, I'm guessing them being on you and being crabby and all that probably does not help. It just adds more pressure. Or maybe it does. But is there anything that, that your parents have done that has felt supportive and, and felt good? Or, 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 is, or what do you wish they would do? 
Um, well, I didn't get a lot of procrastination for like college stuff because I'm really excited to go to college and get it done with and like get out of high school. So I didn't procrastinate any of my college essays or applications. I got those done before November 1st. But for me, it's the whole rest of high school that I'm procrastinating. Either I want to skip it or I'm just going to push it out and push it out and push it out. And for my mom, she does a pretty good job at keeping me on track of things. But I don't know. I'm. I think I'm a te- I'm a, a rebellious teenager, so I don't really listen to her. So I I don't know what she could do better to help me. I don't know. I uh, know I definitely agree with Lauren. I definitely did not procrastinate getting started with like my college applications and getting all that stuff in because I'm very very excited to like be moving and like going on to like that next chapter in my life. But school definitely procrastinated a lot this semester but my mom was definitely really helpful in some ways and then otherwise it is kind of overwhelming when they're kind of sitting on top of you like overbearing like power mom but I actually watched like a really interesting like TED talk and it was talking about procrastination and like master procrastinators and kind of stuff and it talks about like the dark playground and how you can kind of get stuck in this loop of just like doing anything to avoid everything and people will like live their lives like constantly in this playground that's just like fun and things that are like will please you like really easily but once like everything kind of like sets in and like that panic sets in then like you're able to like kind of take control over like the situation so I think my mom was definitely kind of helpful and just being like okay like let's make a list like let's do this like let's check this off but like not being too on top of me like still letting me have my independence and like letting me do it for myself but checking in and like making sure that everything was still like going okay um what what emotions I hope, hope I know sometimes you don't want to feel stuff. True or false? True. They're nodding. And, and it's easy to get busy and distracted today. True or false? True. But if you calmed yourself or slowed yourself down and allowed whatever you're feeling about all of this to come up, what would you be feeling? I'm just curious. Well, if you quieted down so you could access what's going on as opposed to getting on Netflix or watching movies or, you know, scrolling through your walls. Uh, if you, what, what, what kind of feelings are you going through? I guess, I guess it is a lot. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like a mix and it kind of, you can almost take it like day by day sometimes too. Like some days you're going to be like super duper excited about college and like so ready to go. And then other days you're sitting there thinking about, Oh my God, I'm leaving my family. Oh my God, I'm leaving all of this behind. I'm leaving my friends. I'm leaving behind everything I know. And then other days it's like, you're so, so excited and all you can do is like, can't wait. And you're sitting on like your school's website, sitting there, like looking at like the bookstore, like you really never know, like looking at like what your class list could be or like looking for different things to do in like the city you're moving to, if you're staying or whatever you're doing. But sometimes it's just like the ball of anxiety and other times it's like, I don't want to say mania, like mania is like not the right word, but like you're so ecstatic that like you don't really know what to do with yourself. But like it's so close, but like so far away, and like you're just kind of like sitting there. How about I'm just curious. Well, how about I'm just curious because this I tell this to parents. How about any sadness or grieving about what you're leaving behind? Nope. So you guys, nope. You're ready. To I mean, it could happen like every once in a while. Just like thinking about like leaving, like maybe like my dog behind, or like my siblings, or like my mom and my dad, but. I'm like so excited to like leave and like get away at the same time that it's kind of sad, but like it's also a really, really exciting time in my life that like I get to go away and like I get to go do something that I'm so excited about and I know like my full heart's like going to be into. So 
it kind of goes back and forth. But I mean, sometimes like those little waves of sadness like do hit where you're just like, oh, like I'm going to miss this. But you might feel it more over the next four or five months because as seniors, there's a lot of less last dances, last prom. Sometimes they have uh, events just for the seniors, like mother luncheons, or uh, some of you go to, two of you go to girls' schools, uh, father-daughter dance, it's the last one. Maybe not. But for some, for some people, it's sort of those last things that starts to hit home more. Right now, we're just coming out of a holiday, blah, blah, blah. So you all are still saying no. <laughs> I'm also wondering, are you, are you sick of your friends? Are you sick of the boys in your life, the same people? I'm, I'm just curious, are you like ready to move on? from all, all of that? I am so ready. I'm a very social person. I love meeting new friends. I love the idea that everyone has like something they can bring to the table, and I love learning about new cultures and new experiences from people. So that like just blows my mind. So I am very excited to go to college and just meet a bunch of new people and meet new professors. And I'm, I guess for me, since I am so social, that I, I won't really miss any of my friends friends like I'll miss them but I'm also really excited to get to know new ones and get to know new people and I, yeah I'm very excited to meet new people I am kind of taking senior year as just taking everything in like I I'm not really acknowledging that it's my last and that it's sad I just kind of want to live it and just do as much as I can and have fun doing it um yeah yeah and I've seen a lot of classes before me tear away from their friends and it's made their senior year horrible. So I think it's really important that if you want to keep contact with these people that you've spent for maybe eight years with, that you you do so and that you take care of the relationship now so you, that you can have it over the summer and over your um, the beginning fall semester. Um, I think that's really important, and that's kind of what I'm focusing on at school and with my friends. Like, I'm definitely going to miss some people, and, like, it's going to be, like, kind of sad, but all the last are, like, exciting. But at the same time, like, I'm not really worried about, like, losing people. Like, the people that I want to keep close to me, like, I know that they're still going to be there, like, no matter, like, how far apart we are. Because, like, a lot of my very, very close friends, we don't go to the same schools. And so we still, like, manage to, like, see each other and, like, be there for each other and do all that. So I'm not worried about like not seeing these people like all the time, but it's definitely gonna be a little bit weird, but I'm also excited because the community of like people I'm going into is very, very similar to me from like what I've like experienced so far, like being on campus, but it's definitely gonna be really cool to have a very, very similar like group of people that have the same interests as me. And like, cause I'm like going to a very like big music school. So having people have that same passion for music is definitely going to be really cool. Just to, like see and be part of like that community because it's definitely not like that all the time at school, like where people like have the same like interests as you, but it'll be cool to like have that many people like that are so passionate about the same thing that you are. A couple more questions. If you had to give some advice to a eighth grader or a ninth grader about all of this, this whole college process thing and the high school thing, the grades and everything that you've been through, looking back, what advice would you give them as far as how to handle high school and this whole pressure thing? don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just like go with it and have fun, like live in the moment because it only is four years and it goes like by in the blink of an eye and go out with your friends and like have fun, like do like what you want to do. Like it's not you, it's only four years of your life. Like, and it's going to go by so quick. Like I can't believe like how fast it's been, but it's a, such a fun time to like make memories with your friends and just like have fun. That's really all I can say is just like live in the moment and 
I mean, I definitely, like, my biggest regret of high school is kind of, like, letting, like, my anxiety, like, control my life. So just, like, go have fun and, like, live because it's just such a fun time. I'd say that you need to find balance and you need to find what you're passionate about in high school because when you find something that you're passionate about and something that you really want to do, it's so much easier to look ahead to college and be excited for it. Um, and find balance because you can find all of your passions and stuff that you want to do, but spending too much time in one thing can be hurtful. Like spending too much time in your books isn't going to be great. Spending too much time at parties isn't going to be great. So find that balance of what you really want to do and, and do it. Also, if you had, if you had a chance to go back to yourself, what would you do different? Knowing what you know now, this whole high school thing and this whole college thing, is there anything you would do different? I wouldn't focus on, like, I focused a lot about, like, the drama and, and looking back on the four years, there's been so many, like, small things that have happened, but in that moment, they were so big, and I helped blow them out of proportion with people, so I think for me, like, what I would tell my little freshman self is, like, stay out of it and just, <laughs> I mean... Just, like, you need to just focus on yourself and go out and do the things you want and stay out of, like, whatever the cool kids are, like, arguing about or whatever the biggest drama is going around at your school because it's not going to be important in two weeks. But in that moment, I was like, oh, if I'm not a part of the drama, then I'm not I'm not a part of the class. I'm not in the class. So I think for me the most important thing is just, like, you don't need all of that up and up. Like, you just just live it. No, like I say, it's a lot at camp, too. I always say that your vibe attracts your tribe. And, like, that's, like, the biggest piece of advice that I can ever, get, like, give, especially with friends, because high school is not necessarily a dramatic time, but there's a lot of things happening, and there's going to be stuff that comes up. But, the, like, the vibe that you give off, it's going to attract people to you. And once you find, like, good people, like, those people will be with you for a long time. But, I mean, it took me a little bit to find some pretty good friends in high school, but your friends don't necessarily have to like be at your school, like find people that you like vibe with and people that make you a better person. And that's where you go. And like, that's where it's going to like feel like home, I guess. But those people are the people that you're going to want to keep around for a long time and are going to be in your life and going to be the, like the most impactful, but you have to like be willing to be yourself and do all of that in order to find good people. Cause if you're not yourself, then there's no, you're not going to find people that are going to see you for you. I would say don't take for granted the people that cross your path in high school. I think there's a lot of people um, who may seem really mean or just not fun to be around, but in the end they're going to teach you a lesson and it's it, you're going to be thankful for it. Um, coaches, teachers, administrators, all of those people that are really important that you may not realize at that moment, the minute they're not there is going to be kind of shocking. So take in everything they have to say. Thank you all very much. And for the parents listening in, this might be a good podcast that you listen to with your daughter, starting in about eighth or ninth grade. Yes, you all are frowning. Maybe. <clears throat> or you're smiling. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, I hope you, hopefully, if nothing else, you take away, watch the pressure. And it's not just about high school seniors, even though you all are seniors. It starts so early. I, girls in middle school to me are already talking to me about how stressed they feel about this whole college thing. And and their career and what major and what college it's like you're you're like seventh grade it's really sad um and so watch the pressure parents um also 
Support looks like a lot of things, uh, but I think if you have a second semester high school senior in your home right now, I would, I would watch your tone of voice. I would be empathetic. I'd understand what they're going through. These girls have done a great job of laying that out. Um, and also understand what you're going through, mom and dad. You're going through a lot of the same upheaval because uh, it may be your first kid going off and maybe your last kid, but it doesn't matter. One of your kids is leaving the nest and it's going to be different. And so a lot of parents start to grieve that process and, and they feel a little sad and a little mixed, have some mixed feelings about all that. And, and a lot of times they don't express it any better than you all do. And so all that stuff builds up in them and then it leaks out as anger. That's why I think there's so many arguments and power struggles with, with uh, moms and dads, especially moms, I find, with their daughters at this age, the second semester. Just And what people are not expressing is all the other stuff. So take the time to, to talk to your friends, mom and dad, and express all the things that are going on there on for you. Um, what is unexpressed becomes unmanageable, one of my favorite sayings. So express it. Um, and make sure you're asking your daughters all along the way, what feels like support and what feels not like support. And your daughters have a responsibility, like you three do, to let your parents know this feels good. I like this. It feels like you know, you're really supporting. And this feels like pressure or more stressful. Let them know. It, it changes. And even from last semester to this semester, it might look different. And then starting next summer and next fall, it's going to change again. So make sure you let your kids know that you're open to hearing how they want you to support them. Thank you again for tuning in to Raising Daughters. Uh, I'm here with a podcast. Every two weeks in a blog comes the weeks in between. I appreciate you uh, stopping by and uh, check out our website at www.drtimjordan.com for information about my books and all the things that I do. Thanks for stopping by. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Asante came to TurboTax after graduating from culinary school and landing a job in the hottest kitchen in town. My hands are full all day, every day. I love it. Asante, as your TurboTax expert, I'll make your moves count, guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and your maximum refund. Sound good? Yes, expert! Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.